All right, so we are back in St. Louis at our office. Uh, just finished our taping uh, not too long ago with Ron Howard in LA, had to bolt to the airport, so didn't get a chance to do one of these on site, but here we are. We have producer Kara. Hello. And the amazing Carlos, camera, camera. editor. Man of Carlos all sorts. Camera, I prefer that. That's great. <laughs> uh, so what do you guys think? Well, I mean, Ron Howard has been, I, I watched, you know, uh, Andrew Griffith reruns when I was a kid. I, my favorite movie as a child was Willow. Um, I loved Apollo 13. So I'm a, I'm a huge Ron Howard fan. So just to be able to be in the same space as him and to listen to him tell amazing stories from like the golden age of Hollywood was truly a dream come true. And you were... I could tell when I brought up to you, hey, why don't you hop on this call like a, a few weeks out of doing this taping, like the excitement uh, in your head. It, it's not often that, uh, you know, your leading producer on one that the excitement's so blatantly obvious, but it was clear with this one, like oh, you were yeah. into it. I was totally into it. And you, I don't even think, knew who Ron Howard was. I, do, I, I did know who Ron Howard was. You sure? <laughs> yes, yes, I knew who he was. I kind of found out about him in a master class. Uh, I knew he directed Apollo 13, um, but like anything else from that, I wasn't so sure what else he directed. We, we, we but yeah, anyway, no, Ron, Ron Howard, I mean, he was, he, I mean, he was a pretty amazing guy. Um, the way he, I mean, one thing that really stood out too is when we were doing the activity scene outside in the park, uh, he kind of knew how to block in a way. He knew where to stop. I don't know if you oh, noticed that. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. No. Cody and I noticed that. I was like, wow, he, he's timing his uh, pacing just right. So he, he walks, and then when he's about to tell like a really like, deep story, he stops and then talks, 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 and then continues to walk while you probably ask a question, and then he answers it. And so, but yeah. I, I, it would make sense that I wouldn't catch on yeah. to that because my level of experience <laughs> yeah. is pretty much non-existent, especially when compared to somebody uh, like Ron Howard. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how you guys felt, but for whatever reason, I felt this like reasonably intense level of pressure to turn it on for him and like do well. And it's interesting because it's not like, I'm not in film, you know, I. I understand why I get stressed for a taping with like Bob Costas, somebody who was like an idol to me growing up, but Ron Howard, a little different yet, it, it felt the same. And I think for me it was because the access that he was giving us was awesome and so much greater than is our otherwise norm for filmings. I mean, you know, we get literally the entire day on Friday with him and you know we're with him on the walk and then at the office and then get a tour of the office then we go to his high school I mean it started at 8 30 a.m. and we finished at 5 30 p.m. I think we made him late for his Eddie Murphy meeting that he had that night and then the day before that he tees up tapings for us with his daughter actress Bryce Dallas Howard and his longtime partner Brian Grazer and his brother uh, Clint it was just like pretty shocking that he decided to, you know, give us that access. I don't know what you were thinking. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And and like when we were actually in it, it did feel maybe more personal than some of the other shoots had. I mean, we're with him at work. We're talking to his child. You know, like it's it was pretty awesome to kind of get different people's perspectives, not just on his success, but also like his process and also just sort of his character and how he actually perceives himself within the industry and as a person, you know, going from child actor to global, you know, globally recognized film director, you know, all in the space of, what, 50-something years, and it's incredible. How about the part that stressed each of you out the most? <laughs> I'm uh, going to let Carlos take that, because I think he had the heaviest lift. Um, so I feel like the, the last, the school walk was probably the most stressful. What? Um, simply because, you know, we were on a time crunch, so we had to kind of finish everything and then catch our flight, like, right after. Um, but I mean, not only that, because uh, we also had to like back up the footage, um, and so we were kind of rushing to do all that. Um, and also, <laughs> uh, when it came to switching cards, I don't know if you noticed that, but uh, I had to like run back to get some more cards. No. But, but the thing is, it's a school, right? So everything's locked down. And also, I didn't know where I was either, so I'm like asking these random high school kids, which, which way to go out? Which, over here? Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let, let me in, let me in, I gotta go over here. And so, but. Um, and they but, don't yeah. know who the hell you are. Yeah, no, they don't know who I was. But I mean, I, I blended in, so. Yeah. I mean, I guess you do look like you could be a <laughs> yeah. high school kid. Yeah, so. The, the piece that stressed you out the most? Um, it was actually getting everybody to the school and the gear in the right cars, knowing that we had, you know, this mad dash to the airport mm -hmm. afterwards. Um, my phone kept dropping out. There was no reception. Running around Imagine, trying to get tickets validated, trying to get the right people in the right cars, going to the right, you know, well, we were all going to the school, but that, and, and trying to help Carlos as much as I could kind of figure out, like, what, what the logistics were, and it just was incredibly stressful. And then finally... <laughs> it does, really? Like, it genuinely stresses oh, you? I mean, I, my, my chest got a little tight at one point. Did it really? Yeah. Wait, explain and that. No, it just did. I mean, I, I was like, I had all of these people asking me 50,000 questions, and I just kept thinking, and I had the permits to film at the school. And I was like, I have to get in a car and go to the school because, you know, you guys had left, and it wasn't, I didn't leave until an hour later. So I was like, you guys are going to get to the school. They're not going to have the permits. I'm not going to be there. But I couldn't leave everybody else alone. Like, I was the person controlling all of this. And so, like, I, <laughs> I gave Mario the permits. I was like, drive, drive to the school. And so he gets in a car, and I'm finishing everything up. I got locked out of Imagine for a minute. And, um, and, and Mario's context is our digital producer who travels yes. with us to each shoot, who prefers to remain who off camera. Who decides not to be front camera, which is uh, fine. It's just out of you here. It's fine. Hi, Mario. <laughs> but um, so he's en route, en route, whatever, and uh, finally I get in the car, and I don't know what map I was using, but it got me there so fast to the school. And meanwhile, Noah, our, our local audio operator, technician, he calls me, he's like, um, you know, my, I put my bag in the car with you and Ron and, and the two camera ops, and he's like, I have a GPS on that, and it says they're still in North Hollywood. And I was like, what? Why are they there? So, so Ron decided <laughs> to not use Apple or Google Maps and just wing it. Um, and, and so he's, the challenge with that is it took so much longer. The exciting thing about it was 
he's pointing out all these places he used to go to as a kid, as a child actor, and you know, stopping at all these places and sharing memories. And so that was really enjoyable. Just you know, knowing that we were trying to make a flight that was supposed to take off at 5.30, uh, I'm like, oh, we're, we're hosed. Uh, luckily, the flight ended up getting delayed an hour, and all's well that ends well. Well, and uh, I pulled up right behind you guys. Uh-huh. It just all worked. Right. Um, how about your guys' favorite part of the few days we were filming out there? And while you're thinking about that, I should also say, uh, we had a, a great team. You know, it's not just the the three of us. Um, from Seth, our DP, to Cody, our uh, other DP who uh, j- joined us uh, on this shoot, to ra- rattle off some of the folks that uh, yeah. you, you worked with. Miles was another of our camera operator. He was so chill. The our audio technician uh, Noah, he was amazing. He yep. kept dropping pins like he was local, yep. so he was able to help us like logistically um, Mercedes Mercedes or PA Shout she, to Mercedes. yeah Mercedes was awesome yeah. I mean one of the things that stands out to me is you guys are thinking about your f- favorite parts or um, you know when folks get emotional it always those are always the pieces I remember so it was interesting we were talking to his brother Clint and I'd say within 90 seconds of the interview he was uh, already uh, tearing up and I, I don't think it was because of anything I did. It's just talking about family. And, you know, the one thing that was so evident in talking to Ron and those close to him was just how good of a family he has and that he came from. Uh, I, I don't know if that was evident to you, but um, it, w- it was just so crystal clear to me. And you kind of recognize the sacrifices that have had to be made to make the family as strong as it is. And I definitely remember that too, is uh, when Clint was saying, oh, I'm starting to get emotional, was talking about like his mom and uh, his dad, and just like, oh, I'm starting to get emotional, and then kind of telling about it, so. Yeah, dad Um, was my best friend, and yeah. yeah. And I don't think you can have the kind of longevity that Ron has had, or Clint, to, to that point, has had in Hollywood, which is, of course, a brutal, you know, unfeeling business so many times without, like, he obviously had a huge support system and a real grounded family, which Mm -hmm. I think he worked really hard. Him and Cheryl, his wife, Mm -hmm. worked hard to get. So, okay, favorite part, though? Oh, favorite part. Um, Okay, so I guess my favorite part was uh, meeting Bryce Howard for the first time. I was just kind of starstruck. I was just like, oh, my God, it's Bryce Howard. Oh, my God. Because uh, the first the first movie that comes up is Jurassic Park with like Chris uh-huh. Pratt and so like her being there just like oh, her laugh her, surprised me. Her too. laugh. <laughs> yeah. I think she blew like the ears out of yeah. Yeah, she, she's full of personality too. Yeah. I mean, I could tell she's 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 it, so cool. It, it took her a minute, I felt like, to get into the interview, and then about a third of the way in, I felt like she started to really kind of share and feel like okay, this is. I'm going to get into it with these folks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I did notice that a little bit, too. She got more comfortable after mm-hmm. kind of figuring out what kind of interview this was, I guess. Exactly, yeah. 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 That it was a little bit more family-centric mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. yeah. And yours? Um, well, I think just hearing all of Ron's stories about 
especially, you know, working with so many famous people from Betty Davis to De Niro. George like Lucas. George Lucas being John his mentor. Wayne. John Wayne. Yeah, yeah, John Wayne. I mean, and just every story, especially during the walk in Palisades Park, every story just flowed into each other. And like at one point he stopped, uh, I think it was Cody, and said, hey, what, what cameras are you shooting on? And he said, oh, Reds. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, um, the studio where we used to shoot um, Andy Griffith's show, that's now the Reds base. And it was like... Yeah, yeah, this that was man cool. is just this archive of Hollywood knowledge, and it's so that yeah. was really cool. He's a Hollywood guy. Did, That's him. Did, did you feel like uh, we were pushing our luck with uh, Ron's assistant? Well, that oh, remains maybe. to be seen because I still think it's in stuff for her. No. Have, have uh, you connected <laughs> with him since the taping? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course, I sent a thank you. And, and how you know. were they receptive? They were thrilled that everything went well. I have been texting with them, you know, at the end of the day, they said, hey, is Ron still at the school? He needs to be somewhere. I was like, he just left. So, and you know, they, they said, thank you. And they had a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I think when you're in that role, especially for someone of that caliber, you you do become protective because you have to. But, but before the day started, you know, it was allotted for an hour and a half interview, even though we were initially thinking it was gonna be the, the couple hours in terms of the interview and the interview is what is the single most important thing to me of the the taping and so we were doing all this other stuff with him and so I said to him that morning before the walk started I'm like you know little concern that this could go long does it matter to you if we end up compressing something else later in the day if the interview goes long he's like no I, I don't care it at all the only thing I have is this uh, Eddie Murphy meeting at the end of the day and then uh, a, a dinner uh, after that with, with Clint. So as long as we're done by the planned time, it makes no difference to me. I messed up by not relaying that to his uh, assistant in about, um, you know, an hour and a half in. She's like, time's ticking, we gotta go. Right. So, um, yeah. and I, I think I probably went a little long. I mean, there was a moment where you could tell I was wearing him out. He was getting a little a tired. A little bit, yeah. and it just, I should have, I probably should have taken a hint and jumped ahead. I, I let some areas go too long. Um, and you can feel it when we're in it. Yeah, he was I like just, sweating. He was like, oh, yeah, okay. Okay. I rose up. I rose up. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and the, this, I will say, the script wall at Imagine, when he gave us a little tour after the uh, interview, that was, that like gave me chills. Really? See, yeah. Why? Because, I mean, as a writer myself, seeing people who have had their dreams come true on this wall of like this powerhouse duo of, you know, Grazer and Howard, like they made these things, they made these people's dreams happen, you know. It makes you a little emotional. Oh, even sure. What, uh, yeah. what, why? Well, because, I mean, that would be my dream come true. And yeah. to see other people have it happen. And also, seeing a bunch of stuff that I love, like Arrested Development, you know, pages from that, uh, pages from Apollo 13, all kinds of stuff. It was just so neat to see, like, paper become, you know, these incredible movies. One of uh, my favorite parts from the day was during the office tour where I, he made some comment and then I, I brought something up about his kids' middle names. Oh, uh, I oh yeah, that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And it actually, like, I thought made for a funny moment because it, he cracked up talking about it. Because the, whatever the, I think it's the youngest son's name, because the, 
kids' middle names are where they were conceived, but the son was conceived in the back of a car, oh, right. and so they had to come up with some yeah. unique middle name for yeah. the back of the car. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Well, how about the time, <clears throat> something that really stood out to me and a learning moment for me was at, at the high school when we're in the gym and he's talking about, you know, either getting bullied or like sports and like his experience in high school. And the audio guy, Noah, said, hey, will you shoot a few hoops? And I was like, oh, I should have thought of that. And so Ron Howard was like, without getting a warm up, he shot a few hoops and like- Tur Turns the hat around yes. backwards. <laughs> that, that was the best. Yeah, so that was really, that was a great moment just to see him, because you can tell sports means so much to him and like he is passionate about them. And that was, if he hadn't become a film director, if he had perhaps been a little taller or whatever, he maybe would have pursued basketball. Yeah, or might have been sport. an NBA star. Yeah, and so- it was <laughs> Or at least gotten into coaching. I think he says gotten into coaching and then been a, a teacher, but his daughter also, I think probably my favorite line from the interview that I can't even recite was something Bryce said about how, you know, Ron was like never the cool kid. And there are these insecurities associated with that that still affect him today. So even when he was a kid in school and this massive child star, he was bullied uh, for that. And that's just kind of interesting. and sad but i guess also is responsible for in part making him into the quality person he uh yeah look at him today. now he's um, thriving yeah <laughs> so just uh a great treat super grateful for ron and brian grazer and bryce and clint and carrie and sage and the whole uh, imagine team for giving us the opportunity to do this it's a, a couple of years in the works it happened uh because we interviewed Ron as part of our Brian Grazer episode taping a couple of years ago during the height of the pandemic. And this was just over Zoom. And at the end of the interview, Ron's like, you know, you ever want to do one with me? Uh, you're welcome to, and we can have you out on set. He wasn't filming at the time, so we weren't able to be out on set. But I think that even made it better because he had more free time and more time flexibility to give us some great access. So uh, look for that uh, coming up or maybe as you're listening or watching this, it's already out. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is our second one of these in the books. We're going to keep uh, tweaking them as we move forward. So if you have thoughts, feedback, suggestions, whatever, send it in. We're all ears. And until then, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone.